Welcome back to Car Therapy. This is Jessica. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. You could be anywhere else in the world. You could be doing anything else in the world. But you are here with me and I am forever grateful and thankful for your listening ears. Today's subject matter is um, is depression. And I'm not currently in a depression. Thank God. Oh my goodness. You have no idea how bad I get when I'm down and out. Um, I could put on a really great facade for the outside world. Everything would be butterflies and roses and shit. But it is so much turmoil. I have experienced postpartum depression. Uh, depression after my mother passed away. So grief. Grief depression. I don't even know if that's a real thing. It is now. Um... My son got injured as an infant, so it was like a different kind of postpartum mother depression shit. Yeah, it's just been like spells here and there where I know the signs, I am fully aware, and um, we need to come together and help those who are going through something. I can say I had a decent-ish support group. Again, thank you for therapy and counseling and anybody that I spoke to during any of these phases and points and chapters. Oh, yeah, I was depressed with my medical condition. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, I want to say it was like a chunk of eight-ish years where I just had bad luck. Like, nonstop. Like, karma was like, hey, bitch. Remember what you did in your past life two nights ago? Oh, I got you, ho, for eight years. I'm going to drag you through the motherfucking mud. And you are going to get to the lowest point in your life. And from there, you're going to get lifted up. And you will understand why it is important to remain positive and happy. And I'm, I'm actually, I might be mean to some people. Like, I talk shit. I like to joke. I like to make fun of things, you know, for the insensitive people out there. I'm with you. But for the sensitive people, like, sorry. <laughs> My bad. But that's who I am. When I am riding high, when I am me in full form, I'm hilarious. Or at least I've been told that. Shit, I think I'm funny. I want to do some stand-up, truthfully. Um... I'm very loving, kind, all the all the different little adjectives that describe a great person who ain't fucking depressed. That's me. Um, but when I'm down and I'm out and I'm low, I don't want shit to do with anyone, anything, anywhere. And it is hard enough to be depressed. It is even harder when you have a child or two children or a mate, a household that you have to upkeep, a uh, working of keeping your job afloat like the clearest signs of depression for me I retreat I stop talking to people I go into my cocoon so that I could become this butterfly and transform which is weird because does depression transform you in a good way nah it, it turns you into this like lifeless soulless corpse you won't eat or you'll overeat you won't bathe or 
maybe you'll bathe like 10 times a day to scrub the shit, the sins off. I don't know. Not the sins, but scrub your life away. It's excess. Like, drinking was an excess for me when I was depressed because it would drown my thoughts away. I wouldn't have to hear my inner thoughts. Um, eating, oh my gosh, especially after my mama died. Oof, it's a picture of me that I want to burn to the ground because nobody told me I was that fucking fat. Nobody told me I had all the motherfucking chins. Like, nobody was like, hey, bitch, step away from the motherfucking table, put the vodka down, because that's when I was hard on vodka. Nobody was saying that to me. And it's not that nobody cared. I think it was just let Jessica do her thing and she'll figure it out. But goddamn, I was thick with it and not in a good way um it was I was very unhealthy and it, you could tell that I was unhealthy I was very sluggish the whole nine yards but when you are in a depression there has to be some little light that clicks that says hey I need help because it happens it, it's sporadic like shit I need help because this isn't me I'm not wearing makeup I'm not putting on clean clothes I'm not eating healthy. These are things that I normally do, and now I'm not. What the fuck is wrong with me? And when you have that what the fuck is wrong with me moment, that's when you seek help. And sometimes you can't get to the counseling or therapy because you might not have insurance or you, they can't schedule you. Listen, I was good for going to Kaiser, checking in, because you can walk into Kaiser as a, uh, a patient in their therapy department. Uh, mental health department without an appointment and they will see you because if you are contemplating suicide uh, primarily but don't want to go to John George <laughs> which John George is where all the people who need assistance mental assistance um, go you can go walk into Kaiser tell them hey I'm not feeling this it might take a minute to go talk to somebody, but you will speak to somebody. And that saved my life multiple times. I remember after I had my daughter, oh my God, postpartum was a son of a bitch. Oh, like I didn't have my mama's support um, because she wasn't there. My sister was the only one that was really helping me out. Everybody else who was related to me. Uh, it just seemed like they were failing me or I was failing my child. But seriously, nobody really helped me out with my daughter except my sister. And then my cousin, um, she ended up coming through clutch. Oh, and Amanda. Those three, for fucking sure. If I needed to go somewhere, do something, needed them to watch the kid, the baby, I could call on one of those three instantly. No fucking body else. And that's the truth. And I don't give a fuck who is listening or who thinks otherwise. Those three had my motherfucking back while I had Ava. After I had Ava. During the Ava era. And that's that. Um, but I was in such a funk after I had her. Because I had to go back to work in six weeks. Because I worked in a male-dominated field. And they didn't know what to do. I was the first person ever to go out on maternity leave. So it was this big-ass hoopla. Um, I get back to work. Ava wasn't in daycare. She was actually staying with my sister, like, legit. 
it, I kind of like gave her to Kelly for like a, a week at a time or we would um she would like stay there Sunday night Monday I would pick her up Monday night and then get her to her on Tuesday it was like a weird arrangement we had but there were many a nights where I did not have Ava uh after I went back to work and that spiraled into this like great depression and I walked into Kaiser's mental health institute office <laughs> and I told them like I don't want to live anymore I spoke to a therapist and they ended up putting me in this, this three how many weeks was it three nah that shit was like almost six like six week program I was off work I took the rest of my maternity leave and it was the baby bonding shit no actually I take that back. It wasn't the baby bonding time I took off. I actually took off uh, for mental health purposes. And so I was able to get paid still. But I had to go literally three days out of the week. Sit and talk to a group of schizophrenic, bipolar, uh, shit, multiple personality, depressed, postpartum, um... They're just a variety of different mental health issues, people, and we would express ourselves, and then we would break into groups, and from there, we would dive more into why we're here. It was mama's popping zannies because she couldn't get through the day. It was a lady who had just lost her mom and her brother and didn't know what to do and wanted to find a killer. It was... Um, Someone who had all these people who would talk to us, like Split. If you've ever seen that movie, yeah, that, I witnessed that. And that shook the shit out of me. Um, uh, this one person, they were extremely bipolar. And I mean, every other day, it was, they were either up or they was down. And it was sad. It was sad. Um, very, very sad. However, that helped me. It helped me cope and I learned different mechanisms to just go through life. That was probably the one of the best therapeutic experiences that I had because I was able to talk to other people who had went through what I had went through. Because um, I was holding on to grief and all that shit. So I just, I boiled over. Like, I exploded like a volcano, and there was no coming back from that. I would cry every night. At the time, Adolphus was my boyfriend. We weren't married. We were living in a one-bedroom apartment. It was, oh, so cramped, and just, I didn't have my me space, and I still don't. But um, I'm about to get my she shed. Booyah. Uh, but it was a very, very, very tough time. And I didn't tell anybody about it. And I, as I, as time progressed and, you know, I opened up to my friends, they were like, what the fuck? Like, you didn't say nothing. Or after folks that had babies and I saw the clear signs of postpartum, what can I do for you? If I can't help you with your kid, which that's asking a lot for a woman who already had one kid slash working on two kids by the time everybody else had babies. 
um, I would call, check in, text, and it would probably annoy the fuck out of them. And I really didn't care, but I wanted to make sure they knew they had support. And I don't want you to go through the extreme that I went through because that shit was life changing. It opened me up to meditation, to yoga. It truly turned my world around. And I want anyone who's going through a depression to know you can get out of that shit. It's not going to be easy, but you can get out of it. Um, I went through another phase of depression. My son got injured really, 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 really bad at five months old. Like... Oof. My baby was really hurt. And even seeing him to this day, you can see the scars that they're still there. And it's it's such a mind fuck because you don't want anything to happen to your children. You don't want anything to happen to your children in your care. So it's like, oh my fucking goodness, my baby, my fu- my baby who was still on my titty is hurt. Oh, I sunk. I sunk fucking low. Um <laughs> and I yeah. I cut my hair, I just, I didn't know what to do but to love on my kid, and I had to take my time and take the steps and remember what the fuck I did to get out of that previous depression. This time I didn't go to therapy, I just used meditation, I dug a little bit deeper into my spirituality, um, and I connected with me and earth and God and it took a lot to pull me out of that shit. And I wasn't getting no jobs. Like, it was a lot that fucking happened. Because after I had him, I lost my job. Then he gets injured. And it's just like... Life is fucking me over again. And why is this always happening when I have my kids? Like, what the fuck did I do? This is why I think... Karma is fucking real. I don't know what I did or who I did it to or when I did it to these people. But I feel like I've served my karma life sentence. I don't want shit else to do with it. I try so hard to be nice to folks. Even though I might crack jokes. I might talk about you. But it's all loving. Because that's just who I am. And if you don't get my fucking sense of humor or how I love you, then you ain't supposed to be in my life. But for those who are going through a depression... For those who are suffering from postpartum, for those who are going through grief, I'm here. I've been through all three of them. Like, I've experienced trauma. If you have a medical condition also, and you just fucking, your mind is going crazy, I've been there. I know the signs. I I can help guide you out of it to the best of my ability. Because, again, I'm no licensed therapist. This is just called car therapy because this is where I talk about the shit I want to talk about and hopefully something resonates with you but if you're not bathing if you're not eating or overeating if you're drinking excessively if you're fucking excessively if you're doing anything that's out of the ordinary for you not putting your makeup on uh, not checking in with your family whatever it is you might be going through a depression if it feels like life is just knocking that ass down and just hitting you where the fucking hurts, probably going through a depression. And it's okay because I feel like everyone has been there, just nobody acknowledges it, especially people in the fucking black community. Oh, you all right. You, you Get over it. Chin up. Man up. Woman up. 
get the fuck over it. Oh, you a mama, you ain't got time to be depressed. You got to worry about these kids. And that's not fucking fair and that's not true. Because if you don't take care of yourself, ain't nobody going to take care of you. And they, it, it's proven every fucking time. You could be at your motherfucking lowest. And a bitch will still ask you for five fucking dollars. And they'll see you just weak and lifeless, soulless. They'll see it in your fucking eyes that you are not with us. But they'll still try to get some shit out of you. And that's how you know you take care of you. Get to the fucking therapy. If you can't afford therapy, you can't get to the... There are ways. There are free therapists out there or there's some cheaper ones out there they can help you out if you don't believe in that and if you don't want to take any medicine because I refuse they tried to put me on Prozac so many times I think I popped one pill one time after my mom died I was like now nah, like how this feel I'm cool tried smoking weed to release my steam uh-uh you get the wrong fucking strain of weed and you think you're supposed to be up and it fucking takes you on a mind high and not a body high. Oh, I was so fucked up one time. I swore I will never. And I don't. I'm not a weed smoker like that. Like, if I get real stressed out and I start asking for weed, I know that's different. There's <laughs> some different shit going on. Like, oh, no, bitch, you trying to get through something. Work it out, talk it out, release it, the end. But... There are ways, that small ways, bathing. Bathing is huge. Like, cleansing yourself is a huge way to start getting out of depression. Responding to text messages or phone calls or emails or whatever. Small ways to just, like, not retreat from the world and to, to get back into it treating yourself to something nice or good or wonderful a concert a movie a dinner you know some new shoes that you've been looking at and just debating i don't need them no you fucking need them get them if you have the money spend it and if you don't save your money until you can get what you want shit there is not enough time in the world for me to talk about depression at all um but i just again and I will say it time and time, if you are going through it, if you know me personally, you can always reach out to me. If you are someone who is listening from across the world, because guess what? I have listeners in Ghana. <laughs> oh my God. Um, please, please reach out to me somehow, some way. Like, I'll just shoot you a nice ass message if that's what you need. I'll encourage you to go buy whatever you want to buy. But I don't want you to suffer in silence because that might lead to wanting to take your life. And I've been there too. I've, I've tried, didn't work. Thank God I was not successful at that because life is beautiful. Life is beautiful and it's also too short. So if, uh, my bad, these fucking drivers today, they... they off the hook just want to hit everybody and honk my horn but I'm not going to do that (laughs) be kind to yourself be kind to yourself and be selfish because it's okay to do things for you so that you can feel better say no 
Say no to your mama, your daddy, your goosey-goosey granny with the holes in her panties. Because it'll help you out more than it'll help them out. No is like a word that I enjoy. I like it, but I don't use it enough. And no has helped me get through depression before. Because I need to work on me. I cannot help you. I cannot do this for you. I will not do it for you. I love you. I thank you for listening. I seriously love each and every one of you. I may not know you by name, by color, by size or shape. But if you listen to this whole thing and you know anybody or if you are somebody, you can get through it. I got you. You got this, okay? This is car therapy and I thank you, thank you, thank you.